Hello, and welcome to E3 2019. This is the Spiritual Successor Games podcast panel. Here we're going to be talking about our year in review and some of our hot games that are coming out this summer. I am your business casual, less than awkward host, Blake Rea, and I'm going to welcome to the stage my partner in crime, AJ Hart. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Now, now you cheer. Now you cheer for now me. I cheer. I cheer for you. Oh, oh. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am your more than awkward host, AJ Hart. I like the other guy better. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to our E3 press Whoa. conference. And I'm excited to announce for you guys some updates on some games that we worked on previously throughout the year. Tell us about these games, AJ. Which which one are you which one are you talking about? Well, first I would like to say that I have an update for our hit game, Transformers Twin Primes Prime. <laughs> no, it's Trans Man. I'm sorry, my co-host did, forgot the name of his own game. It's oh. called Transformers Legacy Twin Primes Prime Slash Deception. Transformers Legacy. Dang it. Why did we make the name so goddamn long on Because that, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so the big update for this is we are proud to announce a partnership with Nintendo and that Transformers Legacy Twin Primes Prime and Transformers Legacy Twin Primes <laughs> Deception... <laughs> Will be Switch exclusives, and that when you are pre- ready to, in case those don't remember, this is a game where you will play as Autobots or Decepticons in an open world where you have to go do missions as a robot and as a car. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to announce that on the controller, there will be no button to transform between car or robot. You will transform exclusively by docking and undocking your Nintendo Switch system. I actually want to scream like the actual crowd would because that's such a cool idea. <laughs> that's so dumb. No, that's so cool. What are you talking about? I know it's about? very cool. That's why I'm excited to announce it. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Let, can I hear the crowd? Let's hear it, crowd. <laughs> yeah, that was the crowd doing a nice wave. Um, AJ, do you have any other updates or do you want me to go to my update? I have one other update that I'm excited to show you guys please, and talk about please share with the crowd the next game we have an update for is uh our aj's looking at my phone to see make sure he gets the name right give him one moment please the next game i have an update for is bill and ted's corrective adventure oh shit i have an update for that too i have two amazing pieces of information relating to this video game okay of course we were able to get back both Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter to reprise their roles as Bill and Ted. Of course. However, Keanu Reeves has made it expressly important to us that we know that he will not be doing it out of character as John Wick. So we will have Keanu Reeves as John Wick as Bill or Ted in our corrective adventure. So he's just going to be soft. How did you describe it in the car on the way here? Uh, with like uh, soft, uh, angry whispering? Angry whispering. Yeah, angry. That, well, that's just how Keanu Reeves <laughs> talks when he's acting. When he's not acting, he's an angel. He's just out of bed angel. <laughs> As for everyone's favorite Alex Winter, who's done movies such as Bill and Ted... I don't think he did much other than that. He doesn't act, it seems, very often. <laughs> um, he's directing the game. Oh, excellent. I don't know if that's good or bad. I haven't seen a movie directed by him either. I didn't sign the approval on that, but, you know. I, that's okay, because him and Keanu Reeves both did. 
Oh, well. <laughs> and so I'm I'm happy they're deciding our game with their IP. <laughs> yeah, they I mean they can do basically whatever they want. They are put together more famous than me ever will be. Okay, well I ever will be. Well, okay, okay. Can I give my update on Absolutely, uh, Bill like, and Ted's Corrective Adventure? Okay. Of course. So I just want to talk about the plot of the game a little bit. So of course we're going to have an elderly Keanu actually not an elderly, a stack of an old man, Keanu Reeves and the other guy. <laughs> Alex Winter. And He's done hit films like Freaked and Downloaded. I have never heard of those. And but you know what? He's a good guy. He did he did Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and that's great. But the the plot of the game, we are going to have an aged Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter as they go back in time to stop themselves on the original game's corrective adventure. So we're going to have a child version of Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter, played by Finn Wolfhard, of course. <laughs> Will Finn Wolfhard be playing both roles? No, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and that was an executive decision in the moment. <laughs> This sounds incredible. <laughs> uh, other than that, it's going to be coming out in about two years, uh, and uh, that's that's my update. Blake, do you have any updates for any other video games? You know, honestly, I think our just that's our big one right now. That's our big update. <laughs> All right. Well, then, from then on, I believe that we'll go ahead and do what we normally do on this podcast, which starts by introducing myself. How's it going, everybody? I'm AJ Hart. And I'm Blake Rea. And this is Spiritual Successor, a video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games, Inc. And on this podcast, we take your guys' submissions from Twitter, from email, or sometimes the old Cool Games, Inc. Reddit, and we turn those games into the next AAA titles. And if you guys submit them via Twitter or Reddit, you might be a guest appearance on next E3 uh, game announcements. Yeah. That'd be fun. God, it just smells like... Did you eat, like, 18 jerky sticks in here? What is going on? I had about five Hot Pockets. Okay. (laughs) All right, everybody. I think we are going to go into our pitches today. AJ, do you want to pitch first, or do you want me to pitch first? I have a couple good pitches that came off of the Twitter. Okay, give me one. Um, I've got a submission right here from Proudcat and Fishfather at Skeleton Jock. Submits to us again, Stuart Little Vor Simulator. No. <laughs> now, hear me out. Hear me out. I just, I understand. No. Wait. No, he fits in your mouth. No. I understand you're concerned about it, but I need you to hear the title that I've created for this game first. Okay. Little Big City. <laughs> what? Because he's in New York. What? Just A big city. It is. Little a... Big City. I guess. Because he's little. Hey. And the city's big. Hey, AJ, 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 AJ. The city's not going to be relevant because he's going to be inside somebody in that city. So guess what? The primary location of this game, it's not in the city. Is it possible that maybe maybe you climb into them and it's like a ratatouille situation. And when you're in their mouth, you can control them. So what it's like, it's just Stuart's day out where he has a control over this random person going about a human day life. Yes. And it takes place within the ratatouille universe. Oh my god. And so <laughs> <laughs> So you just have him running around and doing what? Cuz it just sounds like a bunch of time events. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> it's like, make sure you just have to prevent him from taking back control of his body. <laughs> He's yeah. just walking around like, help me, please. No, I know everything's okay. Don't worry about that. You have to keep him unconscious while you're inside of his mouth, piloting the man. All right, you don't like my cool game and my cool title of Little Big City. Okay, well, I got a better game for you. All right, fine. This comes from Brooke Wilson on Twitter. This is Crazy Taxi, But You Drive a Hearse. I like this okay. because you are going to be picking up people that died and you need to drive them to a hospital. Yes, so that's to... generally how a hearse works. Actually, wait, no, that's not what a hearse does. A hearse does? A hearse takes them to the, when it's too late and they're dead and it takes them to the... What do you think they carry? They carry dead bodies they carry the coffins. Co- yeah, but where do coffins go? Graveyards. Into the ground, yeah. So I'm saying they died. Yeah. They get picked up from either their house uh-huh. Um, and they just get... In a to-go box. That's yeah, the not the hospital. They go. <laughs> we are well past the hospital, Blake. <laughs> and they get picked up. What's the place where dead people? Uh, the well, it depends on where they go. Were they good or were they evil? No, no, not like heaven or hell. I mean, like when a person dies, there it's like where the um uh the undertakers are. A morgue. A morgue. So like they're at the they're at like a morgue. No wait, a morgue's a section in a hospital. Wow, we are so stupid, huh? <laughs> no, it's like I don't know a mortuary. I think. That's where they burn the bodies, I thought. Yeah, but but they also embalm them and prepare them for burying. Okay. So like they pick them up from there. Okay. So okay, so we're getting lost in semantics here. I want to I want to have a hearse that's going around dodging through traffic and you have <laughs> ooh, ooh 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 okay, so you are a hearse in the busiest city in the world or the worst place to drive. So it's Neo LA. No, San Francisco. <laughs> okay. San Francisco's terrible to drive in cuz there's all oh, the streets are so small. And actually, I think that's where the original Crazy Taxi took place, too. Interesting. Um, And you basically, your car has a health meter. It's kind of morbid, but as the car gets more destroyed, so does the coffin inside. Okay. So, like, as your health goes down, you just have the body, like, flailing on, on the back. So the whole point is just to like it's you know like I am bread where you what have to. What is like, the it, punishment if you don't get there in time with the dead body? Um, because what, in Crazy Taxi, you get your pay docked. Probably that. But, like, how this angry is, this can is, a dead this, guy get? He's already dead. He doesn't family, care when he gets there. His family would so sue you. <laughs> Who's pay, the dead guy's not paying to begin with. It's the family that they we, want. We need a mechanical difference. Otherwise, this is just crazy taxi. Yeah, well, there's a health system for the dead body. Okay. Um, And it's going to be fun because it'll be physics-based because you'll be able to... What if there are different modes? Like, Why one, would a dead body have a health bar? No, 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 not health bar. Like, think, <laughs> think, think of it like I am bread, you know, like the more disgusting you got, the less edible you were. Okay. So it'd be like the more car crashes you got in and the more damage the coffin and body were, the less, like, presentable. <laughs> <laughs> the less presentable the body. Yeah. The less you're going to get paid. Yeah, the less you're going to get paid. Okay. Okay. I like that. That's fun. Um, I like hearses. <laughs> <laughs> I like horses. Horses are cool. How about this one? Crazy taxi, but you drive a horse. <laughs> The horse definitely has a health bar. And this one you can it's, take to the hospital. It's a horse named Hearse. <laughs> I got a submission okay. for you. All right, all right, all right, pitch me. This one comes from Andrew D. Sandstrom. Okay. At San- Sandrew Anstrom. This is on Twitter? Yes. Okay. A game where you play as the skeptical parents in a haunted house, and the goal is to not see any paranormal activity while your children desperately try to convince you. Okay. I read. The, I remember seeing this one. And I was really excited about. It. Okay. okay. So we need to understand: Is this like uh, Who's Your Daddy? Like, no. were, were you okay? What are you thinking? 
Well, it, I think it's a little bit like... I don't want it to be like the asymmetrical game because then I think you could like trick your parents into looking at it. I think that maybe this is like an RPG where every time there's a ghost, you have to figure out how it could be not a ghost. So like little Timmy's like, I saw a dress floating down the hallway. And you're like, actually, it's a coat rack, little Timmy. I hate kids. (laughs) Does the parent know that it's a ghost? Because I feel like you can do a really cool thing. I like this very much. You know it's a ghost, but you know your child is a scaredy cat. Yeah. And so you need to constantly convince your child that it is not a ghost. That's cool because that's cool parenting. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And nothing's cooler than cool parenting. (laughs) Because you could do it like it's um, Betrayal on House on the Hill. Where it's like each ghost has a different way of haunting and a different way of solving it. So like the lies that you need to tell your kids... You, there are only certain lies that'll work. <laughs> or there'll be only certain actions you can do that'll work. Yeah, like, you know, parenting. <laughs> well, I mean, like, okay, so you have a ghost in your in the closet uh-huh. or whatever, and they'll be like, they're like, oh, no, it's there's a ghost in there. I can't believe there's a ghost in the closet on Pride Month. <laughs> he's finding himself. He, <laughs> it's it's not his time. The, the rest of his family's, he's a ghost from the 1800s. They, was, oh, yeah. Times were different back times then. Times were tough back then. <laughs> They didn't have Pride Month back then. They, they only had 11 months a year. <laughs> what? Yeah, they, they only had 11 months in the year in the old times. Oh, you mean... Pride Month. That's where we got... That's where we got June. Yeah. <laughs> June was the name of the, uh, the, of the gay that invented Pride June was Month. the name they... of the first gay. <laughs> That's history, folks. <laughs> oh my god, that's so dumb. So let's okay. get back to this okay, video okay, game. But, okay, okay, but I have I have an idea. There's a ghost in the closet. Uh-huh. And the ghosts can only be taken out by when you, say, you flash them with a silver mirror. There's only a certain process. You need to do that process before you can commit to the lie. Because if you were to open up the closet and show them, like, hey, there's nothing in there. No, there's a ghost in there. Okay. So you need to go over there. And maybe it's kind of a sneak game, too, because, like, you'll have to distract the kid, be like, hey, look over there while you go expel this ghost. And then when he turns back around, you can open the door and be like, oh, no, see, it's just a coat rack. Hell, yeah. And, like, I want this to be in, like, the Haunting of Hill House level haunted house. Like, there's, like, hundreds of ghosts, and there's always more rooms that you can explore and find new ghosts in. And I want this to have, like, a full, like, hitman level robust engine of like Mm -hmm. if you can think that it would work like if you think you could distract your kid by throwing a fruit down the hallway Mm -hmm. it's gonna distract the kid okay okay idea idea two things it could be just to add variety to it this family is constantly moving so uh they go to this one house and it has a couple of ghosts in it and then they're like, oh, it's time to move again. They go to another house that's like has even more ghosts in it or something <laughs> like that. Either that or as each level, let's say, of um, the parent distracting from the ki- uh, distracting the kid from the ghost, they find a little piece of something that will open um, another part of the house, another part of the house, like Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it'd be like you found like five parts of this. Like there are five weird pits of metal. But once you put them together, they make a key. And now, oh, my God, you have access to a basement level, you know, or like a, a big and down like, in the basement. You find the last part of the bucket and then you can use the bucket to go down the well and then you can get down into the catacombs. Yeah, there you go. See, that's a cool game. And then you have to, like, play with different mechanics. And then maybe you can even 
do a thing where like you find out why the ghosts are haunting. So like each ghost actually has a personality. Oh yeah, I want to put a pin time. in this before we keep digging into this too much. <laughs> this game is really really cool. It's really really fun. Okay, give me a pitch. Actually, wait. Your turn. It's you my give turn. Me a it's my turn. Pitch. Okay. This actually comes back from uh, a few episodes ago. We got that anonymous email. Oh, from uh, Anonymous. Yeah, and they ended up emailing us. Or is it Anonymous? I think it's Anonymuso. Okay. <laughs> um, this game is an open world RPG where you play as a used car salesman. Convince bandits not to kill you by giving them a discount on a Honda. Stay with me. I think my f- immediate thought was imagine a car salesman in a Mad Max style apocalypse world. Okay. So you are trying to sell people their death machines to stay alive in the post apocalypse. Okay. So, <laughs> so I think the okay. I think you get that. I okay. think that you absolutely start the game trying to sell Hondas mm-hmm. and slowly Subaru, the apocalypse happens. And slowly the apocalypse happens around you. Oh wait, 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 or, wait, or, wait, 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 wait. This wait. this picks up right at the beginning of the apocalypse. Like apocalypse, boom. Next day, you still gotta work, go to work because even though the apocalypse happened, you still have to like pay for your bills and your taxes. Because like the government didn't shut down during the apocalypse, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like you still gotta like you pay still got taxes. Yeah, you gotta pay for your water, and you gotta pay for your house. That sucks. You know, real adult shit. Yeah. So you still have to go in the next day to go into work. And sell cars. Okay. And then, and because it's a used car salesman, as the game goes on, people start to come in. Like, you start off selling Honda, Subaru, Fiat. Fiat's up or there. But, like, it's just normal cars at first. And then one day, some guy comes in. He's like, I got a Honda with eight chainsaws strapped to it. (laughs) Just Um, out of nowhere? (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, you're like, no, wait, no, 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 no. Way better, way better. You, it's, it's a resource shop management game. You know, like Moonlighter? Okay. Where you basically have to price your things right or, like, figure out what people are really want. Yeah. Your world around the car shop is changing. So you need to figure out, oh, what do, are people looking for in cars right now? So then you'd be like, oh, okay, I guess I got to do some – maybe there can be even, like, a thing where you actually have to go out and go scavenge for car parts. Yeah. And then <clears> – <throat> 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 I don't like scavenging for car parts. I think that when a car comes in, you can scrap it and get car parts Ooh, that you can then add craft. on to – Then you can craft. Yeah, then you can craft and add parts onto other cars. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, you can resell your remade car. Okay, sweet. So, okay, okay. So, the beginning part, like the beginning first couple of levels is just your your Honda dealer. Yeah, and that's where you get the ropes and you yeah. understand, like, how yeah. to sell cars. And then the apocalypse slowly starts happening – um, so now you need to make battle cars. And mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. as time goes on, maybe I'm thinking Endgame is Aliens Invade. And now you need to just, <laughs> now you just need to sell cars well, to we a can completely in... different race. Yeah. Just like the levels just get extremely more absurd. Like, oh, world floods. Now you're not selling cars. You're selling you boats. You got to sell boats. You got to sell boats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the, so you would take the car and you would scrap them. How do you unlock new things like do you have to you only unlock new things by new things coming in so that you can buy them and resell them okay there's no way that you can like you can't build a chainsaw gun Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but a raider can and a raider's gonna come in be like my car shoots chainsaws you want to buy it wait a second i think there would be a really cool thing where you can where you have to take gambles it'll be like a guy comes in is like i don't have cars but i have blueprints Sell me three cars and you get these blueprints. Oh, yeah. But they're random-ass blueprints. 
So, like, you have to take a gamble. It could be like, oh, I can, you know, depending on what level you are, certain things will be really valuable to you. So then you just sell them and then you make, like, a bigger buck. Because I'm trying to figure out, like, it, this game can get really, really mundane really, really fast. And I'm trying yeah. to figure out, like, you ever play the game Little Inferno? No. Oh, it's a beautiful game. Like, you play a kid that's stuck inside in the snow, and all they have is a fireplace. Okay. And they just constantly order things from the mail to burn in their fireplace. And you make money by doing that. You um, you follow, like, three different storylines from people that are sending you letters from, like, your neighbors. Interesting. It's a, it's a beautiful game, but the cool thing is, is, like, the more you burn, like, the, the you go up in, like, tiers. Okay. And then you unlock a new thing to get this, or you unlock new story trees and other things like that. So I think maybe we can interject some sort of, like, story element. Faction systems. Different Ooh. raiders come in <gasps> that are attached to different factions, and you can sell, like, the good cars to a faction you'd like more, or bad cars to a faction you don't like. And maybe, like, you're a used salesman, so you know how to, like, like this car looks amazing, but actually it's a total lime and the entire interior is rusted out and there's no seats. So you're going to sell that to Murder McMurder Cult. The faction you want to lose. Yeah. Or the one that you, oh, and that would affect the world. Oh my God, depending on who which factions you choose actually leads to different kinds of apocalypses. So like you end up, like if you go down this one route of the murder thing, you find out the murder people killed everybody and now you have nobody to sell the cars to, your game ends prematurely. Oh, yeah, and that's, so, like, the shortest and fastest route. Yeah, the shortest and fastest route. And then you you kind of have to play it a bunch of times to see how far you can get. And I, what, what's the end game? Like, what is the thing that you are, like, what's the, ma- what's the, what's the goal of a car salesman? I think retirement. So I think you have, to, you have to make a certain amount of money or dosh to, okay. I got it, I got it, I got it. So the entire time you're selling cars, right? And like mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. the car sales selling gets better and better, uh, the anonymous presented the idea of you're trying to sell, convince them to buy cars so that they don't kill you. Mm-hmm. So I think that a lot of the money that you take back, you can either use to upgrade cars that you're going to sell out and like t- flip them, or you can put that money into your safe house. Mm-hmm. And like you can start to customize and build your own safe house. An end game, you need to have a safe house that will never be destroyed. You need to build a safe house that is so secure Mm -hmm. that it will withstand the test of time. And that is what the end game is. So you're constantly building, gaining money, building cars so that you can upgrade the cars and so that you can upgrade your safe house. I have some really cool hurdles that we can throw at that. Okay. So whoever you don't, you decide to not help. So like say you decide not to help the murder the murder Murphys or whatever. Murder Murphys are going to hunt you down. The they're going to be. They're going to be there, and they'll either rob you, or they'll be like, "Give us two thousand of your gold, or we're robbing you." Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. there's ways you can lose money, or like maybe you turn turns out you fund like say you funded the wrong people, like you were you were pushing it to be like this one clan or one gang or whatever. They turns turns out they only wanted to just get in there to steal everything. Oh, it could be also. You are, your your car shop is surrounded by fencing. So people can't really get to you. Mm-hmm. So you choose who gets to come in and who doesn't. So they have to send you an um, a, like a letter. <laughs> and then you have to analyze that letter. Like, Dear it, car salesman, we at the Murder Murphys would adore a new Honda Civic. And so that just, we can fit all of our cool murder toys in it. <laughs> just a bloody handprint on it. Sign <laughs> all of us. <laughs> So it's like it's like you 
are it's like a like a resource management game as well as like a I guess a visual novel because yeah, you're choosing there's a lot of diff- visual novel yeah, elements you're, you're to it. You're choosing different routes and like seeing different endings. Okay, so do we want to introduce I'm going to put a pin in this. Okay, you want to put a pin in this? Yes, okay. because I, I really like this idea. This is really really cool. I have two two good ones. Two in, good ones. Yeah, man. Uh, do you have another submission? Because if not, I do. You, it's your turn, so. Cat Hoarder Game. This is submitted <laughs> by Prez Patton. Prez Patton says, Cat Hoarder Game. Score goes up the more cats you have, but if too many die, Humane Society will take the rest away. When you win the game, score is reset to one, and in three to four days, a real cat is delivered to your home. Oh my god. Okay, so this actually feels like a like a, a card game. More than an actual game. My thought, you're a card game I'm into, mm-hmm. but what if I propose to you this? Mm-hmm. Nintendogs. Okay. We can add a card game element with there being like a gotcha system, and then like that's how you get the different cats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the game plays like Nintendogs, except mm-hmm. they're all cats, and they can break things, and your score will go down. But if they don't break things, your score goes up. And if you can prove for like X amount of time that... You can, in fact, take care of 800 cats. Mm-hmm. Then cats is going to be like, you earned it. Have a real cat. Mm-hmm. <gasps> We're going to, uh, we can gamify I, the adoption process, Blake. I, I have an idea for you. So one thing that got launched recently was, if uh, you seen the, the 3D Minecraft thing where they held up their phone or their tablet and they actually Minecraft structures build on oh, their Oh, yeah, the new things? Minecraft Go or whatever. Yeah. Imagine doing that, but it's virtual animals sitting around your real-life house. So you actually collect them. We already did Pokemon Go, and it sucks. Okay, okay, okay. Either, but imagine that, but way fucking cooler. So you have your tablet, oh, right? Do we want to talk about cooler Pokemon no, no, Go? No, 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 no. But stay, stay with me. I, <laughs> okay. I, think I, have, I think I have a good good thing here. All right, all right. Um, so basically, you have you have your phone, and you have your house uh-huh. that you can wander around, and then there are your, you can... I don't know how the tracking would work, but, like, say the cats know the layout of your house. Like, maybe there's a way that they scan it be like, oh, they notice a, a mug over there. So you need to go over to them physically in your house and be like, no, shoo, shoo, shoo. And then you have to, like, go around your house to make sure your cats don't do bad things. This is, like, essentially like you're taking care of ghosts. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like, can take care of eight ghosts mm-hmm. for eight months, mm-hmm. then we'll send you a real cat. Yeah. So it's like, and that'd be so cool because Matt, there's so many kids out there that want an animal, but they like live in an apartment that's like no animals allowed. So imagine if they had that, and uh, maybe they can't get an animal sent to them at the end of the game, but like they have something they can interact with. All right, we need to put a name on this right now because this isn't our nug, but this is something that I'm going to trademark right now <laughs> so that we get a million dollars when this happens. Um, uh, for, for real cats. Yeah, that sounds not copyrighted. <laughs> For real cats. You're right. Now, here's an idea. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. It's spelled F-U-R. Uh-huh. Real. Like, for real. Like a fur. Because cats are... That's, 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 the, that's, cats, the, that's I, the joke. It's the joke, AJ. I know. I was, I was trying it's to... It's the joke, AJ. I was trying to add on to your joke. <laughs> All right, fine. You ch- I, no, no, only Blake can make jokes. <laughs> Honestly, I got are... one more one more submission that we got this week. Okay, I would love to hear it. And this may not be a nug. This might just be more of a quiz for okay. you and me. Okay, okay. In RPG, this is from Guileless Argon again. Two submissions this week coming in tight. Thank you, Brooke Wilson. 
an RPG where your team is comprised of characters from the MCCU. This is, of course, the monster serial serial cinematic universe. You have Frankenberry, who's a lightning tank. You have Boo Berry, an ice mage. You've got probably Count Chocula, who's Mm -hmm. an earth fighter. I think Count Chocula would count as a fighter. Uh, yeah, because, like, his primary thing is that he, like, claws people. Yeah. Because he, he's a vampire. He has claws and he exactly, has teeth. So exactly, exactly. So he's, like, he's a slash fighter. All right. Name another character from the Monster Serial Cinematic Universe. Trick's Bunny. He's, oh, he's a monk. Wait, that's just a normal serial universe. I want monsters only. Monsters only? Are you telling me a giant talking bunny that is not a monster? No, it's I'm, disgusting. I'm it's, not terri- it's terrifying. Are you shitting me? <laughs> All right, you have a case. The, okay. the tricks bunny okay. can stay. Hey, I got one for you. Okay. The Applejack guy from Applejack and Cinnamon. Have you seen how disgusting his face is? I don't. He's want... a monster. I know that cereal is racially problematic. I understand. I was about to say, if you want to talk about monsters, we could talk about the guy that came up with the idea of like, oh, okay, so there's, a, there's this Rastafanarian cinnamon guy. <laughs> That guy's a monster. Whoever came up with that idea. Dude, that's... I love that those commercials don't exist anymore. They don't? On, yeah, honestly. Oh, shit. I got a monster. Okay, okay. The Honeycombs guy. Honeycombs guy? The Honeycombs... What does he look like? The nasty Honeycombs bear guy? I, re- I remember the, the cereal, but I don't remember the mascot. Honeycombs mascot. I'm looking it up for those at home. <laughs> I hate looking at him so much, Blake. <laughs> Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. That flashed me back. This is the oh worst thing god. I've ever seen. Oh my god! They did those commercials where he's like a 3D monster. Yeah, he was. This a... kid turned into him. What? Look at this. That kid's ah. turning. That kid's turning into him. <laughs> There's like three photos here. I have to save these so that I can. Join us on Twitter. It's kind of disgusting. Oh, God. I have to find these photos. I'm going to find this as a video or a GIF, and I will share that on Twitter. That's the most horrible thing. I've decided the Honeycombs guy is the arch enemy and the final boss of the RPG serial cinematic universe game. Oh, God. That's disgusting. Oh, my God. We need a fourth character, please. Okay, we need a fourth character. All right. We have Frankenberry. We have Booberry. We have Mm -hmm. Count Chocula. Mm -hmm. Trickshabit doesn't count. Don't make me look up the haunted serials. Are we going to go to update? There is only three. There, Yeah. I, I don't know why I'm saying yeah like I knew. Yeah, look at you, <laughs> Mr. Smart Guy. I'm a smug piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have the Honeycombs guy is obviously the enemy. So what is... The... God, I don't want to think about the Honeycombs guy well, anymore. You know what? No, we need to think about him because we need to hate him because our our players need to hate him. Like we do because he's disgusting. Oh, he's so horrible. Dr. <laughs> Monster, no joke, gave me nightmares as a kid. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I can understand why because it was in that weird transitional period of like they tried putting CG in everything because they thought, oh, it's the future, but the CG was really bad. Yeah. And it was like also during those Capri Sun commercials where they turned to liquid metal. I you would prefer those? turning to liquid metal than turning into the Honeycombs monster. You are so right. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a serial podcast. We got to pick between one of our two games that we've had. Okay. We so... need to choose between our skeptical parents slash ghost, okay. ghost hunters okay. or the car salesman. What is your favorite game out of the two that we've pitched? I like the Car Salesman one a lot. Okay, you like the Car Salesman? I really do, too. I think that's 
but for for conflict, I want I, tell me why you think that's the best game to go with, and I'll tell you why the ghost one is the best one to go with. All right, I think the the car salesman one is the best to go with because pitch it like it's an E three thing. What? Pitch it like it's an E three early access game. Okay, pitch it like an E three thing. Okay, um, I think it's the best option because gamers love to game. <laughs> And with gamers, and as we all love as gamers, what we love more than anything as gamers is to game. Gamers love to game. And I, a gamer, like you gamers, love games. And we've made six total games so far. And I'm proud to announce that this will be the most innovative game. Innovative. Nothing like nothing you've ever seen before. Next gen. Next next gen <laughs> pixel art game. It'll be a pixel art with real lighting. We're gonna have eight hundred K. No, we're gonna make Devolver. Suck it! Devolver's <laughs> not gonna know what hit them because we're gonna have eight K eight bit. <laughs> You can do a line of. I want that as a T-shirt so bad. Eight K eight bit. You're gonna be able to do a line of coke on those sharp edges. <laughs> okay, you win. <laughs> okay. No, now you have to tell me why the ghost game was better. All right, I gave you a bit to work off. Give me a bit. Explain it to me like I was a child that said there was a ghost, and you have to convince me that there isn't. <laughs> okay, how old are you? How old are you? Eleven. Oh, 11 year olds are skeptical and, and mean. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm four. Four? Okay. Hey, little Timmy. Or actually, no. Let me let me use your real name. Hey, little Austin Jacob. Hi. How, how you doing? Hello. Okay, so there's no ghosts. Um, I know you didn't say that's what was bothering you, but I know that's what's bothering you because I'm your parent and I know everything. Why shouldn't we do the ghost game? The ghost. Or why should we do the? Why ghost should game? we do the ghost game? I think the ghost game would be good because it'll allow small kids like you to learn to deal with their problems by forcing it on their parents and asking them to deal with it. <laughs> it would also be a really good way for parents to simulate lying to their children. <laughs> Which God knows if I ever have kids, I'm going to need that. <laughs> You're going to lie to your kids? That's terrible. No, I'm going to tell them from the age of three that Santa Claus exists, and I'm going to rob them of all childlike wonder. Of course I'm going to lie to a kid. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I I think we should do the card game, though. Yes. I think that would be really good. So I think the primary thing I want to discuss is what are the levels and what are some of, like, the trees that we can go down in terms of, like, the visual novels. All right, so we got three routes. We've got the Murder Murphys. Mm-hmm. That's the earliest death you can get in the game. Yeah. Actually, no, the earliest death you can get in the game is by messing up... Um, the first sale. Yeah. Or the first batch of sales. I think you go through, like, you... general car sailing, and mm-hmm. it slowly gets more dangerous. Mm-hmm. And then, like, once you've sold three cars, then we introduce, like, a frustration meter. Yeah. And everybody that comes in to buy a car from then on can and will get more frustrated Ooh. if you take too much time or if you try to short them out. And what they do, basically... If it maxes out, they're going to pull out a gun on you. Okay. No, no, no. So, okay. So, okay, okay, okay. The beginning part of the game, I think you're going to be versing the um, car salesman next door, which will be the bigger one. That dies during the apocalypse. But when the frustration meter kicks in, it's really mundane at first. If the frustration, the frustration thing is there from the beginning, I think. Yeah. Because 
at the beginning, like say somebody gets frustrated, you just don't make a sale. Okay, no bag. Then as the game goes on, it's like, oh, the frustration meter goes up. It's like, oh, now they're going to come back and damage one of my cars during the night because I pissed them off. Oh, yeah. Then as the fr- And then with the apocalypse, like, oh, now they pull a gun on you. When the aliens come and you frustrate them, they just blow up the planet. So it grows and grows and grows and grows. You mentioned the idea of Moonlighter, and, like, Moonlighter has the whole day-night cycle, right? Where you can only sell during the day, and you can hunt monsters by night. I think that this game models that in that during the daytime, raiders will come in to buy from you, but they will never do you harm during the day. Oh. I think that then... Oh, shit! And this could, like, the whole, like defense like safe house thing right maybe we introduce like by day it's a car selling game by night it's a tower defense oh my god that's so cool and so like (laughs) i love tower defenses aj that's you're so fucking smart dude oh my god that's such a good game and so the idea is like by the end you need to create a tower defense that is self-sustaining like you need to get enough end game by the end of the game you have like a house that's set up like solar powered, so mm-hmm. you'll never run out of ammo. Mm-hmm. Plus, things that will recharge ammo. Mm-hmm. And, but like that's late, 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 yeah. late game. But like, you need to, it's it's a beautiful balance of like gambling because you can be like, okay, I can make like I can scrap parts and make better things to sell and get a bigger return. But over the course of like that, you like I think the cycle would be is like morning is like you can craft stuff and prep things to sell during the day yes afternoon is selling night or uh, dusk is um fortification or selling uh what you got or like cash or not fortifying yeah yeah, yeah. so depending on how much you fortify you might not be prepared for that night and you could lose all the money you've earned that day in one foul swoop yeah or when you are at night, you don't gain much from the tower defense things. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to make sure that people don't try to use that as a way to progress in the game. Mm-hmm. You progress exclusively by selling, selling yeah. and bartering. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. They don't collect money from uh, the tower defense stuff, but they do collect scrap that they can use towards the morning crafting. Yes, they can use it to craft, but they can't use it to make something itself. It's more yeah. like if you want to make a chainsaw, you need these materials, and Mm -hmm. 400 pieces of scrap. Yeah. Yeah, so that way that's like it motivates like being able to destroy much. And you know what actually would be really cool too? There's this game called, uh, have you ever heard of Kingdom? Mm -mm. Kingdom is this tower, is like a resource management game, like 8-bit game where you have to build a castle and every night these demons come at you on both sides. Okay. And they can burst through your walls. But the thing is, as you kill them, they sometimes drop coins or they drop money or drop items or whatever. But as soon as sunrises, the remaining one, if you can survive the night, the ones that still remain leave. So I think you can do uh, a tower defense where, like, you just build up your walls and your defenses, but you actually have nothing that can destroy them. So you need to figure out a balance of, like, I need to destroy this much every night to get the scrap that I need versus, like, I can build up walls and not collect any scrap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, of course, building guns and stuff that could defeat them is more costly. You know, because you'll have to figure that out. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Story-wise, I think I have the perfect nugget as to how this story works. Okay, okay. Your car station, your car lot, mm-hmm. is put right on the middle of where these three gangs intersect. Like, their gang zones Ooh. would all end right there on your is it, is it lot. Like, is it like that? Um, there was, a, there was a, a scene of it in Breaking Bad where it's like there's like this big circle... <clears throat> That's, like, at the corner of, like, three different states. 
So it's like yeah. you 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 have like a, a lot that and, and it's like it's at the center of a pizza basically. Yes, it is the center of a pizza. Mm-hmm. And so like all the gangs have to do it at, under the cover of night because if they did it during the daytime, the other gangs might think that they're attacking them. And so that's why narratively it would work oh, that they so have cool. to attack during night. Wait, hold on, explain that again. So your zone is like this neutral space that's kind of owned by all three. Yeah. So if the Murder Murphys go after the Donald Ducks, they have to go through you. They would. It would look like they are attacking the Donald Ducks territory. Oh, during the day. During the day. Oh, so they're so trying... they do it under the cover of night. When no oh. one would be know that the Murder Murphys are attacking the Donald Ducks, I didn't mean to try to snag the hit Disney IP Donald Ducks, but I've done it. Um, Ronald Ronnies. All right, Murder <laughs> Murphys, the Randy Ronnies, the and Randy. they're just a really horny bandit guild. <laughs> so we've got the, one and of then the, of course one we of have the, the Hangry Harrys. One of the. <laughs> The three guilds of the three carnal you, desires. You you find out the Randys are just, like, trying to collect enough scrap and metal to make a giant, like, I don't know, bed for their massive... For war- their big, war- nasty See, pet. I don't want to get big- too involved. I don't want to get too blue, but, like, the Randys want a big, nasty pet. Pit. They want a sex pit, basically. I didn't want to have to use the S word, but yeah. I, you, you, we've dropped the F word. Like, I don't even know why I'm saying F word now. We've said fuck <laughs> um, quite a few times on this one episode. So we we just automatically leave the explicit option on on our, <laughs> on our upload thing. Um, but no, okay, so what's the third person trying to build? Why are they going to war? They're the Hangry Harrys and they want to eat everybody else. No, they eat metal. They no 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 no. Think about that though. Like it's a radiation apocalypse. They got irradiated. They're mutants that now just eat metal. Okay, okay, that's what it is. Um, the Murder Murphys are like the most aggressive and like mm-hmm. mean of them all. Mm-hmm. The Hangry Henrys are like they're trying to eat metal. They like are mutated in a weird technological way. Mm-hmm. They are more technologically advanced than the other three. Mm-hmm. The Randy Ralphs are all like they're peaceful they're just really horny and really peaceful no 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 i have i we make them a weird sex cult and follow me but they're very peaceful they're very peaceful but they think the world has ended and we need to repopulate the world yes yes yes. like we need to build the dome for our massive sex pit that'll re for the great rebirth (laughs) rebirth. (laughs) that's disgusting okay okay i think it's beautiful personally but i think each of them um, and we also have some stray bandits that can attack. So oh, we yeah, for so, sure. But, um, and maybe we drop the aliens thing to where it just stays in this. Well, there's always room for DLC. There's, you're, t- you're, so, you're so right. But depending on who's attacking, you need to have uh, only certain defenses will work. Because if, you ha- if you're being attacked by the, um, the meat-eating uh, cult, they can like just go up to your walls and chew through it much faster than any other sort of people can and if you if you use guns on Mm -hmm. the randy group Mm -hmm. they're just gonna die and you're gonna feel really bad so you have to throw down like you gotta throw out porno mags so that they will (laughs) you have to just do non-aggressive like oh my god that's so fun i love the idea i've never thought of that before so it's it's a tower defense where you're just trying to get them to go away well for that one for that group but not kill them Uh uh-huh and Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Okay. And maybe later on in the se- in like the game, you'll run into parts where like two groups are attacking at once. So you have to manage like, oh, okay, I, have to, I can turn on the Murphy weapons now, but I have to leave the Randy weapons off. And so like then at night, 
for those nights, you're managing what weapons are firing when so that you don't use the wrong ammunition on mm-hmm. the wrong groups. Oh, my God. Okay, actually, there's this there's this one of my favorite tower defense games. I think I've played it with you. It's called Toy Soldiers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, there's a really fun mechanic where you actually can jump in and play whatever tower defense unit you want. Toy Soldiers is such a cool game. It's so, oh my god, it's so freaking cool. Um, but like, what if you did, is it too complicated to add that to it? I do not want to add that into okay. it because I okay. think what's nice about like doing it like a manual switching thing, then yeah. we can make it that the last unlock mm-hmm. is something that will distinguish who's who automatically, and that would be the ticket that you need to get to win the game. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, so basically the game, like whoever, siding with the three different factions... Or just siding with your own with your own self, like uh-huh. you can go against all three factions. Yes, um, presents different endings. Yes, there's so, different endings, and then there's like the true ending where you just bogart in your own hut, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and maybe you find a way to make peace between all three, and you're the only. Oh, enemy. whoa, that'd be kind of cool. Oh, that'd be so interesting. Okay, I, dude, this game rocks. Okay, we need to think about a name for this game. Okay, what's a slogan that car dealerships say? I, I think we can call it sell sell sell, um, or uh, apocalypse dealership, um, apoca dealership. Um, What's something that they wait, say when like a closeout sale or a blowout sale? Ooh, blowout apocalypse. Blowout apocalypse blowout. Apocalypse blowout sale. I like blowout sale. Blowout sale, and then it's just like an atomic nuke that nuke that ha- just has the slogan. Alternatively. In it. Everything must go. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I love that. Okay, that's really that's really dope. Everything must go. A post-apocalyptic um, shooter. No, a post-apocalyptic. A post-apocalyptic sale game. Oh, uh, we should put something in there. Yeah, it, like a, a, everything. No, nah, I don't go. think it needs. No, a, no, um, it so does. It so does. All right, everything must go. go. A post-apocalyptic. Car that's di- al- car already very long. Okay. Wasteland Cars Dealership. Everything must go the final car dealership simulator. <laughs> That's so cool. I like I like that because it's like one of those titles where like you need to know what's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, dude, that's awesome. This game rocks. This game is really cool. This is our cool this is a cool <laughs> E3. I'm I'm happy. We're happy E3. Happy. We made a cool game. Someone please make it. Oh, dude. All right. Are we ready to go to patch notes? I think we're ready to go to patch notes. Excellent. All right. My first question for you, um, because it's E3 right now, which is really important for gamers. What is your favorite game to come out um, of E3 so far? So far, Deathloop. Deathloop, they've, it was at the uh, Bethesda thing last night. We got... Last night, we're, we're recording this Monday. Yes, and... we're recording this Monday afternoon. So I haven't seen the Square Enix one, and I haven't seen the Nintendo one. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of hopes for those two shows. But so far... Bethesda showcased a cinematic for this game called Deathloop that mm-hmm. looks like it's like a competitive Groundhog Day. I don't know if you ever Ooh. read uh, all, read All You Need Is Kill. No, it's the manga that the movie. Death Note. Death Note. It, well, the Death Note writer drew the manga adaptation, oh. but the movie Edge of Tomorrow, great movie. It's yeah. a really good movie. The movie is based on the book. Yeah, and so. This is a long way of saying that Deathloop feels like what that book's final act is. Ooh. These two characters are kind of stuck in a loop, 
and they need to kill each other. One, because he thinks that it will let him break out of the death loop, and the other one, because she thinks that killing him will continue the death loop. Oh, God, that reminds me so much of uh, one game AJ and I have been, like, going back and forth on, because it's just such a good game, uh, Samurai Zero. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Zero, Katana Katana Zero. Katana Zero, the final fight in it is you're reversing somebody that has the same power. No. No spoilers for that game. Okay, you're reversing somebody that has similar powers to you, and there's really cool narrative things going on. Yes. No spoilers, but that's awesome. What about you? What has come out of E3 that you're really excited about? You know, I'm I'm kind of a, a, uh, (laughs) I like Fallout 76. (laughs) I know that's not a popular opinion these days on the internet. You're so brave. God, I wish I could be as brave as you. (laughs) This is a safe space, you know? I'm on, I'm on no, po- it's not. This I'm is on, the internet. I'm on a podcast that's debuting to 15-plus people. <laughs> God, we're going to... It's going to chew me up! But no, I, I think the thing I've always enjoyed about Bethesda, yes, they have a lot of glitches and they have a lot of issues. They have a lot of lawsuits. They, they've made plenty of mistakes, but let it not be said that they don't listen to their fans. I think Bethesda really, really does try outreaching and really tries to see what's going on and listening to things. Do they always make the right decisions off of that? No. But, like, them listening, being like, the NPC, no NPCs in Fallout 76, nobody Sucked. liked. Nobody liked it. No, it was just, it was a really bad decision. All right, this is becoming a game yeah. a, a game podcast now. Yeah, but I liked it. But it, it, other than that... Um, Do you have anything you're hoping for? Anything I'm hoping for? Uh, I'm, I kind of want to hear about the next Fallout game. <laughs> I'm a Fallout boy. Well, Bethesda's done. We're not talking about another Fallout. You missed Fallout. my good joke! Thanks for the memories. What? I was making a fall. I was making a Fallout Boy joke. Never, no, AJ what? Doesn't, AJ doesn't get music, okay? All right, so uh, what are you hoping for? <laughs> well, where are I going to upload this 8 a.m. Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. which I believe is when the Nintendo live stream is going to be happening. Mm-hmm. And I, they better tell me about Bayonetta 3 or No More Heroes 3 or something relating to those two IPs or I'm I made a post on Twitter I'm going to eat my switch just the whole console crunch 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 what if they launched beautiful joe that will never happen <laughs> it's too it's too far gone what a cool god game. don't get me started on beautiful joe we're never getting another beautiful joe game <laughs> okay other than that I just want to thank all the people that gave us submissions this week we had a we had a, like a huge variety we got some from Reddit we got some from the Twitter and we got some from uh, from our email, which is really cool. So if you we all of our all of our submissions are fan made. So if you guys have anything, feel free to shoot us something on Twitter at Spiritual Suck with two C's, or send us an email at Spiritual Successor Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. We hope to see more submissions from you guys in the next two weeks. Our next episode will be going live on the twenty fifth of June. <laughs> Happy E3, guys. We'll see you on the 25th. This has been Spiritual Successor. These are cool games. That should not be made. That's the first time you've done it.